0: Hello and welcome to another edition of Two Men No Hope. It's Jamie doing the intro this time. Um, Just to say thank you to everyone for the well wishes last week um cheered me up when i was laying in my pit of despair uh, <laughs> <laughs> i was feeling sorry for myself and i'm still not 100 percent, but this episode is going to be 100 percent better than last time but yeah thank you guys how are we getting on dan you right
1: yeah not bad still fucking waiting for my test results back from my stomach oh really yeah they keep telling me to ring back later and every time i ring back they're like oh no it's still not here you- Try, try in a few days. I'm like, fuck's sake! They'll know my date of birth by the time I've I've sorted this out.
0: <clears throat> yeah, things like that aren't priority, and there'll be crackheads and shit getting their methadone and all that before you get your stuff sorted out.
1: I thought samples like that had like a, like they had to be done within a certain amount of days, otherwise, like the proteins and that weren't in it anymore.
0: No, Do they take blood? Did you say?
1: Blood and I did stool as well, but I know, like, when you do like urine, it has to be done within like three days.
0: No, it wouldn't be like that with that. That would be sitting in the lab. They might have already done it, they just haven't processed it.
1: They probably took a look at it and was like, that's getting done next week.
0: <laughs> but they probably looked at your stool sample and thought, someone's let a fucking raccoon shit in the box. So,
1: uh, more like someone's like scooped out like a dead man's intestines. And was like, what the <laughs> fuck is this? Seriously man it's like the worst experience of my life but I'm not even going to mention it like describe it in the podcast because it will <laughs> put people off coming back <coughs> fucking horrifying. I um I watched this documentary the other week on Netflix um what was it called uh love love stalking killing? I oh, have yeah, seen that yeah. That's fucking mental.
0: Yeah. Yeah that that ghost show what happens when you get involved with a crazy woman, man? Crazy. Yeah, but
1: how is he it. supposed to know, man? It's just online dating, isn't it? Mm. Fucking crazy. I can't go into too much detail in case listeners haven't.
0: Nah, you just say spoilers, isn't it?
1: But um, it was that was definitely what it was called. I don't because obviously I want people to go and watch yeah. it.
0: Yeah, spoilers for those that haven't watched it, but it's yeah, essentially a geezer gets with one lady and thinks he's having a casual relationship with another one and then it all gets turned up on its head and then like the woman starts abusing him and sending abuse to both him and the new woman mm. constantly then towards the end of the thing you find out the woman that's been abusing him the whole time has not been seen since the day they they split up it's
1: fucking <laughs> since, crazy man
0: since the day they left each other and then at that point, you're thinking maybe this guy's a killer this whole time. But it ends up the one that the new girlfriend that has been, been getting abused and harassed and getting her place burnt down by this woman is actually doing it to herself. <laughs> She's doing it to her fucking self. And then she starts doing it to for some reason. She starts going after the ex that's like the mother to the kids as well.
1: Yeah, Which makes no, no I know.
0: And she was like circling the house three times a day.
1: That was a downfall men. though going after the ex because before that they had no idea who it was.
0: Mm, that's what gave it up.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it was called Lover Stalker Killer. Mm. For anyone that wants to look it up. But fucking hell yeah, halfway through it my mouth was like open like the whole time. I was and like this is fucking...
0: why I get annoyed at American programs all the time. This is why you need to have curtains. You need to have blinds in your house. Cuz people like that be watching you from the bushes outside and they know everything about you. She like she was sending them texts saying, "I know you're on your sofa right now," and he's like acting all shocked. But he ain't got a fucking speck of a blind in his window <laughs> or a curtain. Yeah, but
1: Anyone I think that's
0: outside. Can see that
1: English people are the only ones that like Scottish people don't use blinds either.
0: Mate, you have to, man. Otherwise, there's, there's definitely some Scottish serial colours out
1: there. I um, I've seen that um film. You can put over your window, like a tint for like oh, yeah, a car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and Mate, it's right. Nathan's got that. Reflective on the outside, I said to spino I was like, hmm, I kinda like I might try that, see what it's like.
0: It's hard to get up, but once you go it up it's alright. Mm. You have to like squeegee it on.
1: Be like the old days putting the fucking vinyl shit on the windows in the co op.
0: Yeah, it's basically the same.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I think we might try that. I've um, I've been watching Um Canada's Worst Handyman. Canada's the worst yeah, it's all on uh, YouTube. It's so fucking funny because um, Sabina wants to do a lot of stuff around the house, which I don't. I don't mind doing, but I'm not exactly the most confident in like DIY. Mostly mm-hmm. because all the horror things of like drilling to pipes and electric, rich, uh, electricity and stuff freaks me out.
0: You just get one of them little sensors to put on the wall.
1: Well, that's what I was going to say. So, <laughs> I was watching this. so these people are actually like ridiculous. There was one guy that. He, all he does is use duct tape and they showed you how to fix a hole in the ceiling and he couldn't remember how to do it. So he duct tapes the hole and puts the plaster over the duct tape. <laughs> and when they come around to look at it, it just falls off the ceiling. Oh, but yeah. they gave the people like the stud, it's called a stud finder. <laughs> they get, they go into the, he's this big muscly bloke and they go in and he's holding the stud finder like a fucking wand. And it's like beeping constantly and he's like, this whole wall is full of studs, and the guy walks up to him and takes it out his hand and then puts it up against the wall and it stops beeping, and I can stop fucking laughing. I was fuck. And he goes, oh, it's working now. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you're a fucking idiot. He's put his hand on the fucking sensor. Oh man, seriously, it's so fucking funny, mate. I can't, I can't handle it. But yeah, yeah. it's all on. Them, all fucking,
0: them little detector things saved my life a few times bruv because I've been full blown ready to drill into a hole and Charlotte's like make sure you just double check that before you do that luckily in this house the knows where most of the electrics are because obviously she saw it when it was before the plasterboard was put in mm. but in the flat I was just going I didn't give a shit in it. I was just thinking I'll just do it here <laughs> Charlotte was like make sure you check and I'll check and there's a fucking pipe there in it <laughs>
1: Jesus Christ! I wouldn't know what to do with it. I um, yeah, we we're gonna go get one. I think they're like twenty quid or something like that. Mm, You can get um, cheap. I've got like an electric cupboard by the back door, and it's just junk in there. So we're gonna turn it into like a look a mini mini like pantry. Mm -hmm. So I want to put like boards and shelves up in there and that. And I think myself like that's the worst place to be drilling anything because it's in the electric cupboard.
0: Well, it shouldn't be too bad. What um, I would do is obviously get one of them detectors, and then make sure you know where your shut off for your water is, just in case you do drill into any fucking pipes at any time in the future. And then, if you're unsure that there's going to be a wire there, just turn your electric off while you're doing it.
1: Mm. My uh, shut off behind my uh, washing machine, which is really fucking annoying.
0: Yeah, so that would be a bit of a panic.
1: <laughs> yeah. I would just fucking lift it up rip it out. <laughs> panic stations. Um,
0: obviously, last week I didn't have a chance to mention how my brother's wedding went.
1: I was thinking about that. Yeah, I was like, was that the week before? Because I get confused with.
0: Yeah, so essentially I caught the flu from the wedding, essentially.
1: Yeah, because you were so probably fucking wrecked off your nut.
0: <laughs> oh, Dan. Oh, how do you know? i was a sensible soul i uh me and my other brother did the best band speech it all went well went a lot better than i was expecting when we mm-hmm. first got up aaron was standing too close to the fucking speaker above his head so it he started making that squeaking sound oh god so i was just like oh mate that's it i'm gonna go sit down bro, because that knocked <laughs> <laughs> all confidence out of me <laughs> but no we did we was all right um the day went off pretty much without a hitch. The, um I think Kieran's new family were very much in awe of our family and how crazy we can get when it comes to like dancing and shit and carrying on like no one else is in the room.
1: Yeah. It's a sight to at see. At
0: one point we were all like dancing, going crazy to like madness and like different like tunes from the 90s. And um, I looked up and like all of her family are like sitting at the table watching us. <laughs> <laughs> I was all going mental. But um, yeah, it was good. No one showed themselves up. I stayed reasonably sober for most of the day. Um, but I think because that was the first time I went out and drank since the beginning of January and the first time I was out amongst loads of people, mm. Um I got ill what, straight away. Next day, I was fucked, bruv. I was just like, this is what happens when you stay in your house too long. I need to go out. Because <laughs> obviously, I'm back off drink and stuff like that as well. So I've been feeling like I've been... I was like, I'd rather have a hangover to than feel what I've been feeling the last week. Mm. But the other day, I was having a coughing fit after work. I was having a coughing fit at the roundabout by my work. Yeah. And I got overtaken by a pensioner Dan on the <laughs> roundabout because I was being so slow. Yeah, and I was driving down and I was losing. My, at the time, I didn't know it was a pensioner, and I was losing my shit. And I was like, I overtook them like massively, dangerously, and called them a cunt as I was driving past. When I looked in, it's like a seventy-five-year-old woman, <laughs> and I was like, Oh man, I shouldn't be on the road right now. I'm that fucking ill man. I shouldn't be dealing with this.
1: <laughs> fucking hell! What are you gonna do though, man? You've got work, you got to work, can you?
0: Yeah, well, I had to go back to work. I had to make sure I wasn't getting fucking fucked over.
1: The um, when I get like low, like I am at the minute, I don't know why. Um, I start putting like loads of money on the lottery, trying to fucking get out of my hole. <clears throat> Not that, nothing's nothing's wrong at the minute. I just get like low modes.
0: Oh, you mean like you like lottery? You're putting money on the lottery each week.
1: Well, there's a lot to do in a week.
0: Oh, so like last... All of them? Yeah, yeah. it
1: out. Yeah, so I had like a full week covered. Um, but like Monday, Mondays and um, Thursdays are the 10 grand a month for 30 years.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: So like I've, lately I've been waking up like really fucking hot in the middle of the night. So I woke up on uh, Monday night or Tuesday morning something like two o'clock in the morning and I looked at my phone and there was a message from the national lottery saying, Mm -hmm. check your ticket. But when you go on the app in the middle of the night, it doesn't work. It won't let you log in. I don't know what they're doing during the night, but it just doesn't work. So I get myself back to sleep. Yeah. I get, I get back to sleep and then I get up for work and whatever and drive to work. And then halfway on the way to work, I remember I had that email. So I'm like, I'm going to myself, oh, it's going I'm to be gonna like two. to pull over
0: here because if I pull over here and I've won the lottery, I'm turning the <laughs> well, yeah.
1: I'm I was like, I was like, oh, it's only going to be two quid, but what if it's not? What if it's 10 grand a month? So like a 40 <laughs> minute drive becomes what am I going to spend 10 grand a month on? Mm. And I get to work and I get into the car park and I'm like, if I've won the lottery, I'm driving straight back out of this fucking car park. Want five pound.
0: It's so, it's so defeating, isn't it?
1: Why, why send you a message like that? Why not just say you've won five pounds? Why make you go all the way back into the app to see it?
0: Because they're banking on gamblers, man.
1: Yeah, I put the they're five pounds right gamblers. back on. I would have done anyway. You know
0: what I mean? Yeah, but they bank on them guys. that There will be guys that will get like 50 quid and then they'll throw it all back in. Mm. Do you know what I mean? But uh, I don't know. I do this thing with the lottery where I'll do it like once every six months and I'll be like, this is the time. <laughs> this is the time it took me until three years ago to even do it for the first time so I was like the first time I do it is when I to win it um, <laughs> and then I was so cocksure on myself and obviously it didn't happen yeah. so then now I'll leave it like six months and then I'll just whack a number down and I'll just be like this is the time it's gonna happen this time
1: oh no see I And Um, when I'm
0: fucking here for me again, bruv.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I always do it like I'm fine when I'm like in a good mood and that I won't even think about the lottery. But when like work gets me down or like there's things I want to do that I can't afford, like going to see Jim and like fixing the house up and all that, so everything gets on top of me. I'm like, I need to win the lottery. So then I'll just spend a month of like one, yeah, and I'll just do like. (coughs) a ticket for everything. you got the Euros, you got the normal, and then you got the 10, 10 grand. Mm. And I'll just flat out, like, for two, three weeks, try and get it. But yeah, I just try and fucking play the odds. My granddad, he played the same numbers for something like 40 years and never won more than, like, tenner.
0: Yeah, my, my dad has, like, certain numbers and he's all, he's in, like, a lottery pool with guys at work. Mm-hmm. They, they've done it every year for, like, 20 years or something. But every week, I mean, but if you can you imagine if you're like that person and you stop and then that's the week the numbers come up, you wouldn't be able to forgive yourself.
1: No, that's what we like because I, I had my granddad's numbers. When he moved up here, I went and like paid for his tickets for him because obviously yeah. he couldn't get out of the house. And when he passed away, I was like, should I carry on doing them? And then I, that is exactly what my thought was. I was like, if I miss a week or whatever... And it fucking comes up because I know what the numbers are. I'd be like fucking gutted. Mm. So I don't even know what happened to him.
0: Yes, it is a hard one. What I would end up doing, because I go through similar things, but then I think, how um, will I be able to get away with some kind of bank robbery? <laughs> is there people <laughs> I can rely on <laughs> enough to do a job with me? Where I can get away with saying, eh, fuck off to Spain. <laughs> 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 and then I always think to myself, there won't be enough cash. There won't be enough cash just to disappear. No. And it's like, because you'll see all these like movies and stuff where they're taking gold bars and shit. But I was like, I would need to have some kind of like starter up bank jobs. Mm-hmm. So I know I I kind of get some experience first. I have to do a few years of the small jobs first. And I was thinking, I'll do all this while I'm going to my legit job listening to fucking podcasts. (laughs) I'm thinking to myself, what I can do illegal to get myself the money. (laughs) It's
1: fucking rough, man. I saw a video once that someone's like, earning money is a skill. I fucking believe it, man. Like, I can't earn money to save my life.
0: Well, I think a lot of it's down to being frivolous. I think we we can be frivolous with money quite easily because when when we start, like, relaxing into our situation. Mm. And then you get used to that. Like, I'm on a good wage, Charlotte's on a good wage, but we still spend all of our money, bruv, every mm. month. Do you know what I mean? And it's because we're used to our money. If we were on less, we wouldn't be having the money that we've got now to spend, but somehow we would still spend right up to the limit. I think you have to have more money than sense to actually be able to be in a comfortable situation.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah yeah. More For money sure. than
0: you could physically find a way to spend.
1: That'd be nice. I think I'd get bored though. I can understand why rich people end up like hunting people and stuff because it's like what'd you do?
0: Yeah, you'd be terrible if you got given money, man. You'd be you'd be <laughs> like hunting people down and shit. you, you like there would be I wake up and I'm in like a sore situation because of something I said to you in 2006 or something. Do
1: you know what I mean? Oh, yeah.
0: If, on to. <laughs>
1: if I had like a limited money, I'd be at like parties and they'd be like, oh, do you want to go here? I'm like, where is it? Either way. They're like, you don't know what we're going to be doing. I don't care. Do I spend money? Take me. Take me. Take me there. <laughs> Take me there. <laughs> I don't care what it is. I just do it. I, I um... find
0: so many things to fill my time, man. If I was a rich person, honestly, like I, I would be buying, I would be buying properties constantly getting all that. St- I would be all into that. I would, I wouldn't give a shit about like just sit, sitting at home and stuff like that. You'd have to have some kind of thing to fill your day to day job.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah.
0: Money at this podcast, like a motherfucker as well.
1: I um, my ADHD would be going mental. Like i would be like sitting on my phone and there'd be like a fucking hobby come up. It'd be like, crocheting oh yeah i can crochet oh pottery oh yeah i'll buy i'll, I'll have like a pottery barn out the back and they would be like why don't you learn to ride a horse oh, okay i'll go buy, buy a horse and then <laughs> dirt biting. oh i'll go about dirt bite. doesn't matter it what it be is like
0: when um ed sheeran first got all of his stuff He's, he just started buying loads of random shit <laughs> and he just surrounded himself <laughs> with it and he has like now he has like a whole house of just random shit that he stopped he used for like twice and then he stopped using it yeah, that be like me. I don't know what to do with all this crap.
1: <laughs> I have a fucking library of fucking how to books. Yeah. <laughs> you know <what> I've mean? <laughs> <laughs> been paying for college courses and never going. Yeah. I have like four on the go. <clears throat> I um Oh, I was going through like now TV because I pay for it, so I'm like, trying to find things to watch on it. And um have you seen the film The Bricklayer?
0: Uh, I started watching. It, I think I'm about, about three quarters of the way in.
1: <laughs> Fucking hell! It's, I said to Savina because we we watched it together, and I was like, oh, there was the beekeeper," and I was like, "Now there's a the bricklayer." I was like, "Next is going to be like the chiropractor, yeah. saving the world by re, re what was it realigning people's bones?"
0: He's like, um, Brooklyn, uh soothes the soul," or something. Brooklyn makes me. Relaxed. I'm thinking, yeah, but... brick Lane, you're standing in the fucking rain, bruv, putting some <laughs> fucking water together. So that ain't relaxing.
1: Do anything. Well, what does he say? When you, when you put a brick down, you know exactly what it's going to be and mm. what harm it's going to bring to people. <clears throat> it's like, well, if a drunk driver drives into it and it goes through the window and kills him, yeah, it definitely is, isn't it?
0: The thing is with that geezer, he's been in a few movies recently that he's turning a little bit into Liam Neeson. He's doing yeah, a, he's doing a lot of uh, the same type of movies. He's obviously good yeah. at fighting, so then they keep typecasting him. as this,
1: is he though? Star. He wasn't really like he does. He I find him to be like Sabina goes to me. Why is he talking like that? And I'm like, that's his voice. Hmm. He's got that really strange voice. But like he did that film, I Frankenstein. Yeah, that was rough as fuck. And then he's got this as rough as fuck. He was good in um, what's the one with the aliens? Something L A in it.
0: Uh, Battle of Los Angeles. Battle of Los Angeles, yeah. Really that
1: wasn't too bad. and He was good in, in Batman. And what was the one? Um, He was in the Gerald Butler. He was a president, wasn't he? Yeah,
0: in uh, White House <clears> Down. <throat> or Olympus was... Down.
1: But yeah, because one's Chan and Tatum, isn't it?
0: Oh, White House Down might be Chan and Tatum.
1: I think Olympus, Olympus has, has fallen. fallen as there's, Yeah. <clears throat> Yes, yeah, so he played. So he does have some good roles, but he also takes some shit.
0: Well, they've put him in a film called Dog, where he's essentially running around with a fucking dog.
1: Oh, I've watched and half of that. The police the dog. Same
0: as what he's doing in this film. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he's just he's just I. He's literally one of them actors. It depends on the script. He will accept any script, but you've got to kind of like click the film, think, oh, he's in it. It might be good, or it might be shit. It's going to be one or the other.
1: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. He yeah. doesn't
0: differentiate.
1: I um, I feel the same about Steve Carell. oh really. And people would be like, oh yeah, because he um either does really funny films or he does really serious like, like to the point stuff.
0: Yeah, I think he's quite. That shows his depth as an actor, though.
1: Yeah, I know, but sometimes like because I really like him as a comedian. Yeah. So I'm never really interested. Like sometimes I put what was the one? Um something Dan um what was it called. He played a guy that tried to commit suicide and has to be with his family or something. That's and like, I expected him to be it to be funny and I was watching it, I was like, this is really fucking depressing.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't have uh, I don't think I would have watched that. No. I watched he's in a show where he's a psychiatrist on Disney Plus. He's a psychiatrist and a serial killer comes to talk to him. It's called The Patient. Okay. That's a a serious show. And that is really good. He plays a really good uh, psychiatrist in that.
1: He did a really good film as well. It was a true story about um, a guy that takes photos of, like, army men. Really? Yeah, that was really good, actually. I've got to find the name of it now. Can't carry on until I know the name of the movie. Oh, I was good in Evan Almighty as well. Oh, yeah, The Patient. Yeah, I'll have to have a look. The oh, he was good in Space Force, Force as well. As What's that?
0: The guy that plays the serial killer in that is creepy.
1: Ah. Oh, it was called Dan in Real Life, that one where he's miserable as fuck. Um, the movie was called Welcome to Marwin.
0: If the synopsis is like this man likes to take pictures of soldiers or something. I'll be like, nah, fuck that. No, no,
1: it's it's um he gets attacked by white supremacists and losing most of his memory. And to cope with his trauma, he creates a fictional village of Marwin through miniature models and imagination. It's really good and it like it's a true story. Right. I might stick it in the um the movie club one day. Cause it is a really good film. It's quite sad as well. But yeah, so sometimes yeah, I just feel like I'm expecting him to be really funny and then I put it on and I'm like, I just can't get into it then.
0: Well, you should look at no. whether it's going to be a drama or a comedy.
1: <laughs> I don't want to do that because if I see a comedian <laughs> in a film, I'm assuming it's going to be funny. Same with fucking Will Ferrell. I'll just see his face and I'll be like, oh, this is going to be funny. No, no, it's not. No, Did you ever watch his...
0: I have to, I always have to research Will Ferrell before I go in because he's done some films that are fucking trash.
1: Did you um, see his film that he did? Was in full Spanish?
0: Uh, no, I didn't. Well, well, I wouldn't even bother.
1: <laughs> I can't. It's been so long. I can't remember if it was good or bad. But I watched the whole thing.
0: There was some. He done someone about being like a fucking Euro singer or something, and it was fucking awful.
1: Oh no, I really enjoyed that. The the one where he was in the Eurovision.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's just fucking uh, so bad. He just goes from <laughs> genius. A mediocre fucking fright, like Channel Five movie. There's no, there's like, there's no like fucking in between. There's another one that is really, it's a really shit film as well.
1: There's a one I didn't watch oh, where, like one
0: where he sings with Ryan Reynolds. That oh, I me couldn't off.
1: watch that. That was crap. Yeah. That was utter crap.
0: That's what I mean though. He goes from he can't. There's no like. Oh, he's slightly funny in this one. Like that Euro one, I watched the whole film. There was no redeeming qualities in it at all. Oh, that was
1: film was so fucking beautiful. hilarious. I um, I don't know if he's actually really that funny, you know, because when he was in Wrexham, that you know, they there's an episode. Oh, I haven't seen the second season, but like he's there one of their games, and they keep pointing the camera at him, and his jokes are fucking terrible.
0: Yeah, but I think you have to be. He, I think he needs his like writing team around him. Mm. to create that insane persona that he has
1: i think he works on scripts as well i think like when he's in a character it's better but him, him himself isn't particularly like great i don't know what does it matter i um i saw a, a, an interview quickly with um dana white and they were asking him about um <coughs> conor mcgregor <clears throat> yeah and they were like why isn't why is there still no fight And he goes, he just goes because he's he's rich. And they're like, they're like, what? And he's like, would you come up here and do this This if you had loads of fucking money? And he's like, uh,
0: just got over the worst, one of the worst injuries you can get as well. mm
1: -hmm. Why would you bother? Why would you get punched in the face if you've got enough money to fucking live happily? And he's now like a movie star, isn't he, with old Jake Gyllenhaal?
0: Yeah, he'll go in, he'll do that fight with Chandler, but I don't know whether he's going to carry on because there's a good chance that Chandler's going to beat him.
1: You (laughs) what?
0: He's going up against a guy called Chandler. Okay. And there's a good chance he's going to beat him.
1: Oh, what, Chandler's going to beat him? Yeah. Well, why not? He's had a good run. He's had a good run. Oh, Right. Please remember that all the opinions in the show are those of the hosts and shouldn't be taken as food for thought. We're in no way telling you to do anything. Everything is kept anonymous for the safety of the listeners and no information is shared to anyone else. If you are easily offended by people's opinions or views, then thank you for making it this far, but this is not the podcast for you to see you later. Please enjoy the rest of the show. And we haven't mentioned it in a while, but it's coming up. In April, again, we're going to be doing a Patreon because it's been, it'll be two years at that point and we've been doing this stuff for free for long enough, but we want your ideas. We obviously, we had a great one about a true crime segment, which we we'll quite happily do. I would love to do. Um, yeah. so that's in the cards, but when it comes round, you know, you're only going to get one of the extra content a month. And you're still going to get like the Friday shows, but the rest of it's going to be in the Patreon. So this is your time now to say what you want to hear, and um, you know, hopefully we're worth the little bit of money that we're we'll hopefully charging. Let's hope. I'm worried that I won't be able to stick to my guns. Like, we'll we'll start the Patreon up, and people are like, they're too nice to make us pay for it. Give them a couple of weeks, and they'll fucking come back to us. <laughs> And I'm, and and I'm end sitting end here with you. Recording
0: constantly, trying to get Patreon and the main shows. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm like, Jamie, I miss him, man. We need to go back. We need to give it back to him.
0: Yeah, we'll or see no? how it goes. The thing is, we're starting it. We might be starting it a bit early as regards to um, normal podcasting and procedures, but we've got a good listenership, so... If people jump in, people jump in. The only way we're going to know is if we try it, see what people do, in it?
1: Mm. For sure. But it's like trying to get the merchandise and stuff off the off the ground mm. is harder to do without you know a bit of funding. So we'll try, see what people do. But let us know what you want. You know what I mean, we'll still be doing games and things like that, but it's easier to uh, to give you guys what you want if we know what it is yeah all right hey guys happy monday i've been looking for jobs in my career i want to do in marine biology since i graduated i've had no luck for anything that pays well enough if i wanted to get in i have to start from the ground floor and work my way up with rent and other bills it's going to be tough for me what do you guys think i should do that is tough man that's a really specific and not something in the uk i think is particularly massive is it not that they I think it would be
0: towards the south coast. Don't um, didn't
1: we know someone that did that? They went to uh Plymouth. Is it Plymouth? Portsmouth? What's I the one know. down the bottom? <laughs> That's no <laughs> <laughs> I know
0: it was it was a it was a it was a popular course to go on when people went to uni. A lot of people went and did media studies and shit and a lot of people went and did that. Mm. Um, I think that if you really need to get into this if that is the sector that you want to get into 100% then you have to take the lower wage at the start and start from the bottom and make your way up like there's no there's no jumping in at like a 35 grand a year level no. at any sector You like you have gotta go in and make your way to the point where you need to be earning a half decent wage. And unfortunately, starting at the bottom is where you're going to have to do most most of that. Like a lot of the people that change jobs and change sectors, like if I was to go into a completely different sector now, I would more likely have to start at a lower wage than I'm on now because I'm on a high wage now because I've been in that business for so long. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But if I was to jump into something completely different... I would never be able to, the, unless you have got a, a literal transferable skill. It's not going to happen. By the mm. sounds of like this person's only come out of university, so you're going to, unfortunately, to employers your dime a dozen. You have to prove your worth to them.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I've done it a few times. Like I, I left the co-op to go to the airport, and then I started selling whiskey, and then the mm. co-op offered me a job as a supervisor, so I went back. And then I moved up to Scotland to move up and then left and got made redundant and then had to start as a supervisor again in the airport and then went here. Like it's just constantly up and down. There's no, there's no just, I I don't know how people do it. Like my regional manager for Bright House when I worked there, he said he'd made me redundant and he got another area manager's job as well. And I was thinking myself like, mate. But to me, I've never been very good at just jumping at a higher level. Like I prefer to start at the bottom, even though the wages are crap. And like, I think it's easy it. to
0: do once you've reached a management point. Like I could, I got a lot of offers when I moved from co-op to move into management roles, but I knew what would be worth it money wise, petrol wise and stuff like that. And whether it would work out whether I was earning less or more for mm. the same amount of stress. And a lot of it wasn't worth it. So it's kind of like, once you're at a certain level, you can make that jump, but you have to go in cold. You have to go in cold.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Unless you can blag your way in, which most people can't.
0: Yeah. And if you do, there's a lot of expectations of you.
1: Yeah. But that's the problem, right, is that everything's fucking expensive now. I think I can't do anything. Like, now that I live on my own, even though I've got, like, Sabina and stuff like that, I can't do nothing unless she moves in with me and I know that part of the bills are are paid because I can't afford any less money.
0: Yeah, yeah, I get that, yeah.
1: You know what I mean? There's people at work (coughs) who are like, oh, just leave and stuff like that. And I'm like, how would you just fucking leave? I don't know how people could just leave their job. Like, I hate it. It makes me sick. I hate the fucking place so much. But as an adult, you have the responsibility of paying your bills.
0: The problem is, Dan, that a lot of people would just up and leave because they don't pay their bills.
1: Well, there's that as well, That's
0: why a lot of these people have flippant. Like, I know a guy, he's a lovely guy. We get on really well. But I've known him for three years. He's had probably 20 jobs in three years. And he is constantly between paychecks and fucking jumping between jobs and stuff. And he doesn't pay anyone anything. He has all these bills that he should be paying doesn't pay anyone anything.
1: That's you know what fucking I man.
0: To live like that, for me, would be way too stressful, but he just lets it all slide off his back. Don't worry
1: <laughs> about it. I fucking hate that. I can't understand mm. people like that. Like, I would stress my fucking...
0: Mate, I'd just... be in a nervous breakdown.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. I'm, like, hardcore saving the minute because I went into the black trying to sort out that fucking mortgage. Yeah. So I was sitting there, I was like until we go to check i was like i felt like up to money i move over and everything like that and i'm just like that nah. you know what i mean i um the weekend i spent fucking two and a half hours making jamaican um like uh they're called uh, jamaican patties you know like uh um, yeah yeah the patties yeah yeah fucking ages man cooked everything and i put them all in my fridge so when i come home I can just cook them. And I'd have to, because they were costing me something like two quid a day. I kept stopping at Sainsbury's and buying one.
0: Oh, what? So you made your own?
1: I made my own, yeah. Oh,
0: okay.
1: It's a fucking pain in the ass, man. Although the dough is really easy, but because you put uh, turmeric in it, that's what makes it yellow. Yeah. Everything is yellow. It's the worst spice in the fucking world. <laughs> I just, I can't stand it. I really can't stand it. It's everywhere. And I've got like, um, because of my ADHD and stuff like that, I don't like my hands being messy. Yeah. So, like, every time I touch the dough and I look down and my hands were yellow, I had to wipe my hands. But then I touch the dough again and they like, would go yellow. <laughs> it's driving me fucking crazy. I swear, I got it. it's going fucking mad. I was turn around like everything's got yellow. I've got no rolling pin, so I was having to use a, a glass to, to roll it out. And then I thought to myself, this is silly because if I press too hard on the glass, it's going to smash. Yeah, so I got really a... Yeah, I got a protein shaker that's like a jug. I was rolled in that. So you just look around and there's like yellow napkins, yellow towels, yellow counter, yellow glass, yellow cup, yellow hands. <laughs> Fuck it, like yeah. Right <laughs> Why don't you just
0: go out and buy a rolling pin? They're like three quid.
1: Because I was already at home. I've been out already.
0: I suppose. Yeah,
1: you know what I mean? Yeah. You can't say that to someone like me, Joe. You can't just be like, why you just go out? Because I would go out to get a rolling pin, and when I got to Asda, I would forget what I was there for.
0: Mate, there's no way I'd. I, I've done that before where I've had to go. I've been in the middle of making maker saying We went and bought one. So I'm like, yeah, I can't deal with this.
1: <laughs> no, it just makes. makes a, Normally, you use like a bottle of wine.
0: Yeah, could you imagine if I tried using one of Charlotte's wines? <laughs> Because <laughs> I'm so heavy-handed as well, it would smash. And it would yeah, you
1: got to be really stuff. fucking. I'm. I'll, I'll get one. I will probably get one this weekend. But fucking hell, yeah. But that's not what you're trying to do to cut corners, man. You know what I mean? Mm. I, th-
0: I, I think I don't know about this person's situation. I, I, did they say it during the email? Whether they're at home with their parents or
1: no? Just said bills and things.
0: Just had bills. I think. Um, there's ways to subsidize, especially nowadays you be, you can do like little side hustles and do like Uber driving and stuff on like the weekends or something like that, just to, to subsidize your bills a little bit more. Mm. Um, I know there's a minimum requirement for apprenticeships and stuff as well now. So they have to pay you a certain amount. So I think it's worth looking into and seeing if you can afford it. And if you can't afford it, think about moving back with your parents while you're uh learning
1: you gotta you gotta start somewhere i think yeah uh, the, the worries are understandable but if you don't get on it and get going you're just wasting time because you sent the email like two weeks ago or whatever that's two weeks you could have been doing the job you want to do
0: and it's one of those things where you gotta think like it's very rare to know what you want in life as regards uh career and if you are going to be happy in that career because you want to do it it's better to pursue that than to be in a situation where you hate going into work every day
1: yes it ain't 100% pretty. 100% so hopefully you're you're take our advice and you go and get on it and we'll see you on the telly you know what i mean do the next the uh, <laughs> yeah the next david attenborough <laughs> Which is probably nothing to do with marine biology, but <laughs>
0: <laughs> we'll find out that like checking out microorganisms organisms on Mars.
1: Or <laughs> Although my favourite bit of like of all animal shows is like the ocean. It's some scary motherfucking shit in that thing, man.
0: There's always shit I would never know about and there's always a new animal that I don't know about from the
1: ocean. I I love like the deep, deep sea, you know, where like they're all like translucent and like that's so fucking cool. They're the ugliest motherfuckers. Yeah. You know I mean? they've all got but. faces
0: for radio, and that, <laughs>
1: yeah, or a podcast. Um, but thanks for the email. Hopefully, it helped you out a little bit, and you and you're going to get on it. Um But good luck, man. Hopefully, hear from you again. Right. Oh, this is a good email. Strange one for you both. He obviously doesn't know his podcast very well because he, it's not very strange.
0: We've, got some, we've had some shit, mate.
1: <laughs> we've had some shit i have fallen down the rabbit hole of trans porn and shemale porn <laughs> i find myself on it every time i look at the online porn does that make me gay or am i just curious <laughs> <laughs> strange one not even close
0: <laughs> he's clearly never heard to, to dan's confessions of all the shit he's watched.
1: <laughs> i don't think that makes him gay I think, if anything, you're probably a little bit bi. The thing that gets me right is that when guys are like, oh, I like lesbian porn, I'm like, mate, that's the most boring shit. Because you, know? you need a dick in there. Like, Yeah, you know I, mean? I
0: always think like people that say that to me are trying to overcompensate.
1: It's manly, yeah. It's manly yeah. to watch two women getting it on. Is it? Is it really?
0: I only watch them when they're by themselves. You know, <laughs> <out> by themselves <laughs> on a the bed. Thinking, mate, oh, calm the fuck down, mate. I don't want to see no a dick in you're there. Gay here other than yourself.
1: <laughs> yeah, if anything, that bloke's probably more gay, like he's hiding it. Yeah. You know what I mean? the, yeah. The um
0: <laughs> We've done it a few times where we've started talking about and made people uncomfortable with our presence. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love that question though, and people are like, What kind of porn do you watch? And I'm like, Well, <laughs> have we you seen the encyclopedia? <laughs> <laughs> I love it when when you see a um a heavily disabled woman try and take off her trousers when she can't use her legs. Oh. You know I mean, um, no, the thing the thing with porn for me is always like you need that penis there because the point in it is for you to imagine that it's sort of you doing it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, like, what's the point? Because oh, I'm not a voyeur. I, I, that's what I like to picture. That, like, that's why I like the amateur stuff. Yeah, is what I, I just most. So like. This is like the, this is like lesbian porn on like fucking acid. You know what I mean? It's like you've got two women, and there's a cock there as well. What more do you yeah, want? Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. What uh, more do you want? I don't
0: know. Like
1: I've if you really get a trans will... person, that's like, fit, like it looks <coughs> like if you she put her trousers back on, she'd look like a like a woman, like hundred percent woman.
0: Yeah, but there's always like a huskiness to the voice, or like an apple Adam's apple in that situation. Right? <laughs> there's always something that gives it away.
1: Not looking at the Adam's apple, Jamie.
0: Or do you know all bad tattoos like from before they transitioned? I always. Oh, okay. Yeah. There's always like bad tattoos from before they transitioned.
1: There was this trans woman. I can't it's remember never her been name.
0: Like a thing that like I go down. <clears throat> she um, never gone down that road really. She
1: had a devil's tail. Tattooed on her, on like just above her ass,
0: a devil's what?
1: Tail. Tail. Yeah, yeah. That's the only work I remember. What like you have to Google her trans trans porn style with a devil tail. Can um,
0: imagine people's searches right now.
1: <laughs> I think she's from Leeds. I always remember like she's in the UK somewhere. But I was like, she's that sort of like you can tell like, that she's still. Ingenious. Yeah, she's still like. Manly, I, I think nowadays as well, like with what everything that's going on, with, I think there's a lot more people looking at this this category of porn,
0: oh, especially nowadays, yeah. Because there's fucking there's a little guy, there's a lot of people in the Gen Zs that haven't got a clue what they are, like sexuality wise, <laughs> and because everything's so out in the open, and it's cooler to have some weird sexual trait. They're like looking at all this stuff, trying to figure out what's going on. Yeah, because it with the with that generation, especially, it will be boring to be straight now.
1: Well, no, when I was in college, it was cool to be bi. Mm. I used to do my head in. You'd speak to someone, they'd be like, oh yeah, "I am bi," and you're like, "They've never kissed a guy in their life. Never even considered it." But I mean, they're saying it because that's what everyone else is saying.
0: They'll be like, oh right, I'm by and I'll be like, okay, bye. No, all right, <laughs> <laughs> That'd be
1: what I would Fucking hell. Dad joke. Um I can't handle the other way, like um men with vaginas.
0: Is that is that a thing in, well, I suppose it is a thing I
1: I can't like, remember what the they're called. Uh, but like it freaks me out because they're always really hairy.
0: Yeah, because they want the hair there,
1: uh, isn't and that. Yeah, Yeah, so it's like they've got like a vagina. They've got like no boobs or anything, but they're like legs and everything's really hairy. Like they were in like the, the 60s or something. And they're like and balding. Yeah, and it's like, oh, no, that's weird. <laughs> that <ain't laughs> I'd rather weird. see a hairy man with a penis than with a vagina.
0: I don't know. It's never something that I've really delved into myself and thought about myself. But if if our listener is having (coughs) a thing where they're not being aroused by anything by this, then maybe he is into trans. I do think there is people that probably are attracted to trans people only.
1: Oh, yeah. There's a guy, there's a tattoo shop in um, Luton when I was younger. And the owner would only sleep with trans people. He would, at once a year, go to Thailand for two, three weeks. And just bang tons of trans people and then come home again, yeah, that's all he was interested in. that was back before it was cool, like yeah, like everyone was you know doing everyone, so it's definitely uh but I don't th- you know I mean it's like wrong with it if you, that's 24, what you uh, man. No, yeah yeah it I mean, do what makes you happy. I don't no. think it's uh now is the easiest time to do it anyway, because everyone's so accepting of everything, oh yeah. You know what I mean, but then you might just enjoy different types of porn. I've gone through every category, every category that has ever existed, and all yeah. that happens is you just need more and more fucked up shit.
0: <laughs> now Dan watches a mirror of himself, Do you know, like in the film Psycho, where he's like punching away and he's punched filming, himself, and in himself in the, himself the testicles, uh-huh?
1: <laughs> punching myself in the testicles. Yeah, <laughs> you know I mean? wax a... all
0: over him. I think.
1: <laughs> i think there's a there's a difference between like you enjoy watching it and like you actually feeling the need like you want to be involved or you want to go find someone that's the difference but yeah. like you can watch any type of porn doesn't matter you know what i mean because a, a guy and oh shit because a guy in that could just fucking come at anything doesn't really matter what well, it is. one of the
0: gay guys that i know he watches straight porn he doesn't watch gay porn. He says he, he finds it weird watching gay porn. He only watches straight porn.
1: Yeah, that's what I mean. So watching it is just getting aroused by the act, right?
0: Because I asked him about it after this email and he was, he was like, oh no, because I just assumed that he'd be watching gay porn. He was like, no, nah, I watch straight porn.
1: Yeah, because like, most women watch like lesbian stuff, don't they? I don't think they rarely watch a guy beating his meat.
0: Yeah, I think it'd be weird. I, I doubt I haven't asked Charlotte actually whether she's watched gay porn or not.
1: <laughs> gay porn That'd freaks a me out. For dinner time. Like I've watched it before, and it yeah, it just it's weird. It's that whole like dominating. I can like, imagine dynamic. it's like sheer aggression. Uh, yeah,
0: do you, know, do you know that film that you made me watch when we first started doing the um, RMCs? Where it was like the weird ghost that raped everyone.
1: Oh yeah, the entity.
0: Yeah, and they kept going that music. It was like, doo, doo, doo,
1: doo, yeah. Doo, doo. That's
0: what I say. That's what yeah. I think gay porn is. Yeah,
1: when head. when you've uh, when you've seen like a really muscly man getting taken from behind, it just yeah, I don't changes know, it's something about Dan. it. Yeah, it doesn't it's not the same. It you know I mean?
0: changes you forever.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Something it's something you can't unsee. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: oh we're gonna get cancelled. <laughs> no, you'd be right. It's your own personal preference. At least I've tried to have a look at it. You know what I mean? That's, yeah, the, that's the main yeah. thing.
0: There's nothing I don't give a shit if they're doing it. it makes no I wasn't
1: disgusted it. by it. I just think myself like you have to really be into like dom- like all gay porn to me feels like it's all dominating. Yeah. Like it's all about the person that's, the one that's like doing it. Oh yeah, no, seeing like another man getting like thrown about and that. Yeah, no, that's not my cup of tea. Uh, where are we? But yeah, how like I said, you like
0: about uh, like bodybuilder women.
1: Oh yeah, that's good stuff. You like that? Yeah, yeah. <coughs> there's a I fucking. Don't know how I feel about that. There's a quality video. Of this woman and like this thin guy and she's like picking him up and throwing him about a bit. And then she like she like how I can't remember how she does it. She gets it does she get him in like a baby, like cradling him and starts blowing him like like curling him <laughs> and like blowing him at the same time. And then, like, she spins him round and she's, like, got his legs, like, over her, like, shoulders. <laughs> and she's, like, and he's, like, upside down hanging. <laughs> she's, like, blowing him. I was, like, it was fucking hilarious. But, yeah, no, I think it's good. I don't know why, though, like, um, like when you get, like, proper bodybuilders, like, they click. It's it massive.
0: Yeah. It's, it's like a tiny
1: penis. That. Yeah, yeah. It's like a That's tiny penis. But, um, yeah.
0: Because mo- most uh, bodybuilders aren't natural. When it comes to they're taking trend um, they're taking testosterone even the women do
1: yeah because you can tell in their voice gets deeper mm. when they're doing it
0: and with men their balls become the size of a fucking
1: peanut <laughs> but um that's no, good stuff man all porn's good stuff we need more porn in the world but yeah good luck with your uh, porn habits yeah Good luck with it. Um, If you decide to go down the route of actually experiencing it, send another email in. We'd like to like to hear how you got on. I would anyway. I don't know about Jamie. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no judgment here. No judgment here.
1: Hey, it's all a learning curve. The more emails we get with stuff like that, the better our experience are forever for other listeners. Hey, boys. I'm really loving these latest episodes from you guys. It's so nice to hear you're not Going stale after a year of content creation. Takes a lot of work. Or tentatively we just fall into it. Um with it being Valentine's Day today or last week, what are you both treating your lovely ladies to if you are? Or do you not believe in the holiday of love? I know us ladies do love to be spoiled on this day. Well, Jamie was coughing up random stuff out of his lungs.
0: I was sick as a fucking dog. (laughs) Um, <laughs> I actually got sent home from work on Valentine's Day. That was the day I got sent home. So I managed to pick up some flowers and a card on the way back, and put it on the side in the water, and then just died on the sofa. <laughs> <laughs> she got home and you had a me message up, that said, me "Up to bed and I slept for like twenty four hours straight or something." <laughs>
1: Just imagine a note of like, these flowers are you. Can you bring me up some soup?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I felt so bad the next day because I woke up and I was like, oh, fuck. Because I know she got like steaks in and stuff for us to eat together. Oh, did she? I I was just dead.
1: Okay, now, can you imagine trying to put that down?
0: I wouldn't be able to eat it, man.
1: It didn't go off though. She kept, did she freeze it or she ate it?
0: she She had one that night and then the next night she had the second one.
1: Ah, oh, missed out then.
0: Because they were from the butchers. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't, oh, I had really? a little cut of it, yeah. I had a little cut of it, but I couldn't eat much. I, was, I I think the next day I had, like, some fucking lasagna or something, and she had that.
1: Canal lasagna. Um, yeah, because <laughs> I remember I was going to come home to record on the Wednesday, which was the Valentine's Day, and... I said to Sabina about it and she was like oh it's okay go record because we couldn't do it on the Tuesday and I got home and you were like dude I'm I'm too sick of going back to bed so I was like okay we'll do it Thursday then and yeah. then you were like I want to try and record so I came home again <laughs> and Sabina's I'm like I, I barely saw her last week at all and we had to celebrate Valentine's Day on the Saturday oh, <laughs> like, makes me laugh because the last weekend before that we went around to see her mate and um, Sabina was telling her about all the content and stuff we do. And she was like, how do you find time for all that? And I was like, I have a very understanding girlfriend. And then that week was to prove it. <laughs> you know I mean? Yeah.
0: it will. yeah. Honestly, last week I did not think we'd get anything out. So the fact that we did, I think is fucking testament to both of our partners, to be
1: honest. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah, for sure.
0: Cause the, um, obviously after we came off on the Thursday when we recorded, I then had to like try and put it all together before I went to work the next day. And then I'll come back and fucking ignored it for two hours while I was putting it up. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I think we did well.
1: I, um, so I, I got Sabina, uh, she collects the Lego roses, uh, no Lego roses. Lego flowers um okay. so I, I got a they do a bouquet of roses and lego Oh, okay
0: that's
1: pretty cool yeah so i got that so she spent the weekend building that they're really cool actually and then um and we went to there's an all you can eat chinese um in my town so we went for lunch and filled our stomachs and then came home and just basically spent the weekend together it was really good actually i think last year something happened and we spent valentines day on the weekend as well so it's come in like a mini tradition of not celebrating on the same day
0: it's probably especially if you go out eating they take the full blend piss in restaurants and stuff on valentines day oh so yeah there's no you, way if you're going to do it if you go out it's best to go out on the weekend
1: yeah i wouldn't like you'd have to book fucking weeks in advance and I'm too that's too much preparation for me i never get that mm. that, that much but um no it worked out well like she was really happy and we had a good time. And I think it's a good thing As me and Sabina, are, we're not like extravagant. We don't need to, I would have loved to have like take her away for a night somewhere, mm-hmm. but it's not needed. You know what I mean? It's, it's a, just a day to spend more money.
0: Yeah. We've never really done too much over it because it, my, it's actually my nan's anniversary as well on Valentine's day mm. of when she passed away. So we've never over the years done too much about it. I've always got her a card and like a teddy or something or some flowers or whatever. But I've never really, we've never really done much other than have a dinner together.
1: Mm. Yeah. I, I understand people that go like full blown mad, mm. but I don't know. I think in myself, like if you do enough normally, Like, you don't need to have, like, one day out of the year to...
0: I think it's important to couples that don't have... Like, if they've got kids and shit and they don't spend much time together, I think it's important for them then. Mm -hmm. But if you're already doing a lot of socialising together anyway, the one thing I say to Charlotte is... Because me and Charlotte tend to do a lot of meals and stuff, but we're always doing it with other people. I say we do need to make sure we do one together. Just me and her.
1: Yeah, so then for sure.
0: You kind of keep that
1: it means being a cook together all the time. You know what I mean, she actually mm-hmm. sent me a thing today of like they make a they've made a cookbook now that's a couple's cookbook. So like okay. part of the recipe says you, Man and then the other part. <laughs> Not yeah no yeah. Normally you would do yeah, but no, this one's specific. So like some of the the recipe is for one, and the other ones for the other. So you're working together. Mm. So it, it's quite good, and then there's like a bit that you do together. So. I might look into picking that up.
0: Because I, I, like the air fryer has helped me in such a way that now, instead of doing like the typical man thing where I was just standing being a support vessel in the fucking kitchen, <laughs> I now can like throw stuff in the air fryer and sort the air fryer out while she's doing it. I used to make a cup of tea in the middle of it all while she was cooking and it used to just cause chaos. <laughs> but that—that that was me trying to be like contributing. Do you know what
1: I mean? Um, I saw a horrifying video the other day of someone making a cup of tea in an air fryer. I saw that. What a fucking but why? Yeah, I was going to leave a comment, but all the comments I could think of were just like screaming abuse, and I was like, I'm not going to be that person. And it
0: took them ages to boil the water in it as well.
1: Yeah, because it's a fucking like it's like putting a cup in the oven.
0: It's like fucking stupidity. People are dickheads, man.
1: Yeah, I couldn't believe it. They've done it obviously for um, yeah. for views. Yeah, because in the in the fucking air fryer were like old chips and grease. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, because I was looking at the comments and the people were like going, "Yeah, do you want to clean that out next time you uh, put a cup of tea in there?" And stuff what like that. What is
0: wrong with people, man?
1: But Americans and Australians put their tea, their cups of tea in the fucking microwave. I never understand that either.
0: Yeah, there's a Sri Lankans and that do as well. We're pretty much the only people that use
1: kettles. I mean, I mean, I'd rather have hot water from the tap than have it in the microwave.
0: Even the hot water from the tap wouldn't be hot enough.
1: Yeah, I know, and it would be gross because you're not supposed to drink the hot water from the tap. But I'd much rather have that than heated cold water from the microwave.
0: I just it, it it's it's just weird. It's, it's like obviously, it's something we're not used to. I I I do wonder how. I remember the kettle broke once when I was a kid, and my mom and dad boiled water on the hob.
1: Yeah, even that we, you're boiling that water. A cup
0: of tea. Yeah. The electric was off as well. Maybe we had a power cut or something. Or we were just poor. <laughs> <laughs> Something <laughs> happened anyway. <laughs> so I remember thinking, this is very milky because <laughs> we were doing it in the dark.
1: <laughs> do you ever, um, do you, oh, your dad smokes here? Did he ever light his cigarette off like the hob?
0: Oh, all the time. Back in the
1: day. I always remember that. People don't get that now because very rarely do you have like gas hobs now.
0: My mum and dad still had a g- when they got their kitchen redone, they kept a gas hob because dad was still smoking at the time. A oh, fucking hell. So they've still got one. And then every now and then my mum cleans it and shorts all the electric out because of the of <laughs> <sparker> thing. <laughs> one, t- one, <laughs> one time my uh, brothers come home from playing football or something. And my dad was out at the pub or whatever. They all come home and mum's in the garden, just like gardening. And then Kieran and Aaron go upstairs and they're just, like trying to turn their TVs on. Nothing's working yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they come down and they go, what's wrong with uh, the house, man? there's no electric and she's like oh yeah something went wrong when I was trying to clean the hob so I've just come (laughs) out here and I was like when did that happen three hours ago she she she's in the garden for three hours because she just wanted the electric
1: out (laughs) just hiding from it
0: (laughs) out there polishing plants because there's nothing else to do out there
1: (laughs) I have to say though I like when I my last house that I rented had a gas hob and it was fucking brilliant like you'd boil water in like seconds yeah, electric
0: it's a lot easier to, uh, to sort out. Oh, electric. Yeah, I've got the so induction, shit. which is, I forget when I'm not very good at cooking anyway, but I will, in my old flat, I had a normal electric one. Mm. So it took a while for things to boil and stuff like that. On the induction, it's almost fucking instant, yeah? So mm. <coughs> I, I forget that. So I whack everything up to the top. And then everything burns to fuck. And then Charlotte's like, <laughs> oh my God, you're going to start a fire. And then, like, the fucking pans <laughs> fucking smoking. And it's just like, oh man. Every single time she shouts at me. I, did, just stand did there, I like a little boy.
1: Yeah, did I tell you when I, I burnt one of them hand warmer things?
0: Hand warmer?
1: You know, I, I, it must get, you must get them everywhere. But they're like liquid hand warmers and you crack them and then they heat oh, up.
0: Yeah, I remember them from back yeah, in there, well, Yeah, well.
1: To to because they go when you crack them, they go solid. They go like hard. Mm. To get them back to liquid, so you can reuse them, you have to boil them. All right. So I was living uh, with my ex in a flat back when I was doing like the gaming YouTube. Yeah. And uh, I put it on the hob because it was hers, and I started boiling the water, and I was recording. So I went back to continue playing my game and record. And then all of a sudden, this big fucking black cloud comes in front of my face. <laughs> and then the, <laughs> the alarm starts going off. I turn around. And I'm like, shit, all the water's boiled away. And it's just burst. And there's this boiling fucking hand Fuck it, yeah, that's thing. Nice. And I said to throw it out into the garden. And, <laughs> and it was one of those fire alarms that doesn't go off until it's decided to it's done. Oh, man! And it's like two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> so I got the door open. She's woken up. I'm waving the dark smoke out the door. Oh man, I've never fought one of them again. No, no. <laughs> Fucking things. That's before I knew that I uh, forgot things. Um, thanks for your email. Hopefully you had a great Valentine's Day and you got spoiled because that's what we were talking about, Jamie. That's what the email was. I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> that's what people come here for. Um, but it's nice to hear from you. I'm sure we'll hear from you again before next Valentine's Day, hopefully. Uh, So this listener says, I'm in a dilemma, lads. I did something I'm not supposed to. I checked out my girl's phone while she was in the bath. I know that makes me insecure and pathetic. But I found some messages and videos sent between her and a guy we both know. Dirty videos and messages that range from sexting to messages about meeting up. I've been with her for 11 years. and We have a six-year-old together. I do not want my life to blow up, but I don't know. But I don't want to be cheated on and treated like a melt. Please help, lads. Um, That's messed up, man. That's fucked. That is fucked. Yeah.
0: Uh, Make sure your kids out. This is what this is what I would tell. This is Jamie going (laughs) nuclear. Yeah. Make sure your kids out. Um, Cut the phone lines in the house. Um, Delete her. Get her phone. Throw it out the window and then lock yourself both in the house and start a fire and just watch her eyes as she burns in the fire. That's what I would fucking do.
1: When we got this email, I said I would have gone and got the toaster and thrown it in the bath.
0: Of course, that's uh, (laughs) not what I would do. What I would do is fucking confront her and tell her that basically she's just ruined your entire relationship. That's what she's done and this person that is a mutual friend or someone that you both know they need to be never spoken to again as well and cut out of your life as well there's mm. no redeeming either of them people
1: no i think as well like when you said about checking her phone was um insecure and pathetic like if you've been together 11 years you obviously aren't doing that on a a long like a, a normal basis, basis. Because she's left her phone while she's gone in the bath. So obviously, she knows you're not going to go through it. So there must have been something like subconsciously that you've gone, I'm going to have a look at her phone. Yeah, this
0: guy obviously had a feeling of some sort. The same was going on.
1: Yeah, which I don't think makes you pathetic. I think it makes you have caught onto something. Because cheaters always get fucking caught. I don't understand it, right? Like, if you have ever, if you even get the closest feeling that you could cheat on your partner, you need to go to your partner and you need to say, something's not right because i could cheat on you and then you need to figure it out and if it's not figured out because that's a really hard conversation right to say that you don't feel the same way and you feel like you're drifting apart but it's much easier saying that than to get caught fucking cheating because it's the worst feeling ever like imagine this guy's breaking.
0: yeah and on top of that as well i think there's a difference between something happening by chance on like an evening out or something like that, and then you've got the person's got too drunk and acted on impulse there's a yeah. difference between that and messaging someone and like like going back and forth with someone over a period of time, so you're yeah. essentially like continuing a lie a lie constantly
1: yeah, if you'd murdered someone, you would be arrested for this
0: <laughs> yeah <'Cause> it is preempted
1: <laughs> yeah preempted. Yeah, you know I mean, there's no us about it. But like I said, like if she, we obviously we know your relationship or anything like that, and there's no reason for cheating. There's, there's not one fucking reason for cheating. But if she doesn't feel the same way towards you or anything like that, she should have said that to you, not just try to hide it, go and cheat on you, and just leave it as it is. She needs to confront it. So it just makes her.
0: Because at the minute she's eating her cake and and no, she's uh, what's the saying?
1: I was thinking about that today. Is it? You're having your cake and eating it?
0: Having your cake and eating it, yeah. She's having her cake and eating it. She wants the best of both worlds. She wants to have this, like, like sexy, fucking...
1: Bit on the side.
0: Dangerous bit on the side that's like, oh, we could get caught, so that makes it exciting. Mm. And she wants, like, the day-to-day normal life with you, the daughter, and um, her. But that's not how things work. Unless you're in an open relationship, that's not how things work. And if, like, if you're going, like, how long has that been going on for? Hmm. Is this the first time? Because a lot of the time when someone cheats, it's not never the first time. There's always a person that's a serial cheat. They don't do it just once in the blue moon. I think uh, there's no way around it for your own mental health to not confront it but do just, as I said, like at the beginning of the bit that I said was a joke about the fire and all that stuff. But the bit in there that you should do is just to make sure your kid's not around for that conversation. Yeah. They, oh they yeah. yeah for to sure. Be part of that.
1: If anything, I would um, make arrangements for places I could stay, like figure out where the kid is or whatever like that, and then have a conversation and just be like, whatever happens in this conversation I'm going here, and and the kids coming with me, or you'll move, you're leaving, blah blah. Because blah. I obviously, if like the kids got school and things like that, it's better for the kid to be in the house because that's where your routine is. Yeah, but you're not the one that should leave because you haven't done anything wrong, and she's yeah. got some fucking piece on the side that she can go stay with. And if he doesn't want to take her, then she can fucking sleep on the street. You know what I mean, but like relationships are like people think that the longer you're with someone it's like easier but the longer you're with someone it takes more work because you do grow apart you you're growing older and you know things change and stuff like that and it's we always say communication is key because that is what it is
0: yeah you
1: know what i mean people aren't fucking mind readers if you're not happy or you think something's stale or something like that you've got to fucking speak to your partner oh definitely definitely drives me mad man there's no fucking I, I, I remember the last time I was cheated on, and I, can, I always remember that fucking feeling. It's the worst. It's, just, it's it's almost like someone fucking dying. Like, your heart just drops.
0: Yeah, because it's it's, it's, it's it's like unforgiving rejection, isn't it? Yeah. There's no coming back. For, like, in my eyes, there's no excuse for it. And the fact I do, it, it makes my blood boil even more when I know it's
1: been a continual thing.
0: And it's not just been a one-off thing. I think that makes it like ten times worse. To me, there's thought put into it.
1: If it was the if she had only just started cheating, she would have her phone on her like all the time because she's worried about getting caught. Mm. But she's got to the point where she's so like, I can Love get it, away baby. with this, yeah. That like, I can leave my phone wherever I fucking want. That's disgusting. Mm. Um. Anyway, enough bashing. Um. Yeah, I agree with Jamie. Hundred percent. You got to make sure the first thing the, the kid isn't there but you know what's going on and then you got because at the minute your brain's bracing right you're trying to figure everything out without the information so you need to confront her and you need to say i know what's going on ask the questions you need to to answer, ask and then just say this is done don't give her a leeway or a, or somewhere to back out you just got a you just gotta say this is done you've ruined it i don't trust you anymore and if you need this fucking guy fucking go to him yeah no i mean definitely fucking disgusting man. but i said in the email man you ain't alone You mailed in and uh if you need us we're here we don't have to um talk about it on the podcast if you just need to to vent or anything like that you have our email address and we're on the socials man we're happy to uh we can't really do much because we'll see. We're here, but we're, you know, we'll we listen if you need us.
0: The guy that she's doing it with as well is just as much a home wrecker because he knows both of you. It's yeah. not like he only knows her.
1: That's fucking mental. I yeah. couldn't do it. I, I've never done, well, except for that dickhead. I <laughs> said about the other episode. But like, no, it's just fucking wrong to be able to look you in the face and know, uh, no. Mate, oh, makes my skin crawl, man. Like I just can't fucking mm,
0: push his buttons, push his buttons,
1: yeah. man. No, I couldn't fucking handle it. But um, I hope you're doing all right, man. The main thing as well is if you've got like a mate or someone that you can talk to that is going to have, have <coughs> your back, yeah, and look after you because it's it's going to be rough, man. But you know your mates are there and they they should be able to help you out, and um, you can get through this, man. That's not the end of the world thought it feels like it, Jamie. Ah, right. Good morning, Dan and Jamie. I hope Jamie is feeling better. He sounded like a wounded baby bear on the last episode. <laughs> I just wanted to give him a squeeze and hug it all out. Yeah, you put on that. You put it on a bit thick, Jamie, didn't you?
0: Oh, I put it on, today. I? <laughs> I couldn't even speak most of it.
1: <laughs> when I was, because um, I said to you, I was like, "Oh, just put it up. Like, get the the gaps out and just stick it up." when I was editing the bit for the YouTube and there was like a massive coughing fit. Oh, was I was it? like, a, I was like, I wonder if you cut that out. Cause it was really loud. I made a joke out of it at the end. I was like, thanks for that. Yeah, I was no, like, you, you know were going for it.
0: Fucking hell. Three
1: <laughs> <people>. <laughs> I think I was like, once you'd finished, I was like a bit of ASMR. <laughs> I can't remember. But yeah. It's fucking loud. Um, <coughs> It's got to be that time of the year as I'm getting through a second cold in two months. I have a special remedy for colds, though it may help Jamie's cough too. Try some honey, port and brandy mixed up. It's a lovely taste and it soothes the throat. Is there any remedies your families do with illnesses? I know we have a few. So I watched this health guy and he was saying the reason we get so many colds is because obviously your immune system is fueled by like vitamin D. And then when it starts to get cold and dark, we wrap up and we don't absorb as much because obviously you only get vitamin D from the sun. Yeah. That's why you should, when it gets cold and it dark early, you should always take vitamin D tablets to keep your immune system up.
0: Yeah.
1: I don't have port or brandy in my house. I think that's a very like my nan would and my granddad, but i I never have.
0: We do. Well, we did.
1: Ports are Christmas thing in it.
0: Yeah, people. Some people love, port. Charlotte's family love port. It's not my type of thing. I don't. I don't like the taste of it. Um. So,
1: I'll definitely try it though. Honey, I think
0: Charlotte does a very similar thing. She does like warm, like brandy and something else. Mm. It might be honey. She she does it with like a warm water. I do like warm whiskey with a bit of warm water and a little bit of whiskey. But I haven't. I haven't been able to do anything with this it's just been literally just dosing myself up and all the like the, the tablets and stuff that's all i could do
1: when i um as soon as i get any sort of cold like my throat starts saying i go buy the liquid Beechams, like all in one oh, that yeah, stuff yeah. is fucking magic i love the taste of it as well i'm, I'm happy when i get to drink that <laughs> i'm like a fucking crackhead on it and i'm like oh got to take some more i take it to work with me and i keep it in the car and on my breaks, I have a bit more. Um, when I was younger, my nan used to do like a uh, like when I have a cold, like hot ribena. Okay. Oh, fucking beautiful man! I don't, I don't sense, think like, if it's the ribena, me. yeah, or like the black currant, but like hot ribena is like the best thing when you've got a cold, best thing ever. Um, and then, if like if you've got like sickness, diarrhoea, mum would always give me like flat coke or flat. Um Lucozade mm. I don't know why maybe with the sugar fuck knows
0: I know my mum used to give us Lucozade original because it used to, the like the glucose levels and the fucking sugars in them used to bring you up a bit when I can't uh, stand we or original
1: oh it's gross man huh the original f- flavour is gross
0: yeah that's the only one I used to have when I was little though when that I used to know when someone was in the house
1: because there would be Lucas Day's original in the fridge, and I'd be like, "Who's ill? Who's ill?" And i will be like, trying to get some." Yeah, no, fuck that. The um, I'm ashamed because obviously my nan passed away when I was younger, so I can't really remember. Her. I'm sure she had loads of home remedies, but I thought we would um, we would just do a little Google and have a look, see what's going out there. See what the old scientists say. Charlotte
0: has a lot of sinus issues and all that shit. Charlotte does a thing where she puts vapor rub into hot water, boiled water.
1: Put your head over it with a towel.
0: Yeah, puts her head over it with a towel and then she sits there like that for a long time. Yeah. But I'm one of them people where as soon as I'm ill, I will spend 95% of my time asleep. <laughs> and then I just wake <laughs> yeah. up and hope it's gone. And
1: then when I wake up and it's not gone, I'll just go back to sleep again. I, um, I don't know if I think I've mentioned it before when I was younger, they used to do these amazing things where it was like vapor rub, but it was in like a, a little, um, bottle. It looked like a little bottle and you cut the top off and you squeezed the vapor rub onto your pillow.
0: All
1: right. I don't think they still do it now, but I always remember that as a kid. I, um, I don't even know if I could Google and find out was cool. But I think I did find it a little while ago. I don't, I don't understand these like spices. So they say uh, turmeric for pain and inflammation. Now, are you just supposed to take a fucking spoonful of that? Because that would be disgusting. Oh, no, drink a cup per important. day. Oh, that's fucking great. I was just moaning about how it makes everything yellow. Chili peppers for pain and soreness.
0: That could make sense.
1: DIY caps in coconut oil cream. Oh, okay. I might have to try that. Oh, I know about ginger for pain and nausea, like when you get um, when you're pregnant and you get a lot of morning sickness, they tell you to eat um, the biscuits, the ginger nuts. Yeah,
0: makes sense. yeah.
1: That's supposed to help you with that. Um, What the fuck is shiitake mushrooms for, that, for the long game? What the fuck is the long game? Is that a sex thing? <laughs> long game it, oh it promotes antioxidant and anti-inflammatory effects as a, at a cellular level alright that's very boring All right let me put in uh, strange home remedies I want to hear the weird stuff
0: people drinking like camel sperm
1: and shit <laughs> what was that one that Hitler was doing where he was injecting ball semen or something really
0: it was a fucking nutcase. Like when you look at, there's a video of him absolutely off his tits on uh, speed. Oh yeah, because they they all took amphetamines when when there was big meetings about um, like what to do with the next like movements in like Russia or, or fucking France or whatever. They would be like dosing themselves up on amphetamines to keep themselves awake, so they're all jittering around like absolutely off their tits.
1: Oh okay, here you go. If you have smelly feet, you're supposed to have uh, you're supposed to soak them in vodka.
0: Oh man, that's a waste of vodka.
1: Soak in vodka for a few minutes, or rub some on your feet to kill the bacteria.
0: What a waste of vodka, man!
1: Uh, oh, here's a good one for me. Sugar is an effective remedy to get rid of hiccups. Swallowing sugar impacts muscles that cause hiccups.
0: That's what you need before you start every episode.
1: Oh, mate, seriously, Sabina was trying to like pin me down and hold my, hold my nose closed the other day. I just couldn't stop. And I get really annoying where like I'll try and hide it at first. And then when you notice like, I've got hiccups, I just sit there with my mouth open and it just gets louder and louder. I'm a prick that way. Um, blend potato into a thick paste and add lemon juice to it. Mix it well and apply it over the affected skin area. What is that for? Potato for a suntan. I think it means if like you burn, it's like for burning, if you burn in the sun. Why you do that? Onion for insect bites. Oh, olive oil for constipation. Might have to try that. Listerine for blisters. Lemon as a deodorant. These aren't weird. They're helpful.
0: Imagine
1: putting the that failing fucking me. fucking pit. Jesus Christ. The internet is failing me, Jamie. Home oh. cure vodka. Oh, yeah, foot
0: odour. <coughs> oh, the day after the wedding, yeah? Yeah. I uh forgot my toothbrush when I was staying at my mum's house. And I tell you what, to all them dirty bastards out there, yeah, who don't brush their teeth every morning, there's something fucking wrong with you because I literally... Woke up and I would, I I felt like an actual piece of shit until I got back to my house. And I was like, Charlotte was asking me what's wrong with me. And I'm just sitting there with my mouth shut. I was just like, I'm not talking in it. I was like, just take us home. Just take us home. (laughs) Just take us home. And there's people that go days and days and days without brushing their teeth. Like that. How can they go around with that feeling in their mouth?
1: Yeah, I know. The feeling must
0: just be sheer depression.
1: It was, um, Lee Evans, wasn't it? That said that it's like a cat shit in your mouth. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's fucking. Like weird. You can feel it on your teeth. Yeah, it
0: was like gunky, fucking, like, like a coating on my fucking teeth, man. It's disgusting.
1: Yeah. Because no, obviously, you can gross, imagine man. I
0: drank a lot of beer as well. So it was like alcohol, breath. That oh, was awful. <laughs> I was thinking to myself, these dirty bastards, man.
1: So apparently, urine cures his acne.
0: Don't try that at home, kids.
1: Yeah, no, I'm not going to peel myself to uh to get rid of a fucking spot on my nose or something. Apparently, chicken gizzards cures diarrhea. Dirty socks cure sore throats. <laughs> Tobacco cures earaches. <laughs> these are fucking ridiculous. Nah, these are all fucking horseshit. Um, yes, yeah, so that's the only real ones I had was like the. Like the hot black currant and stuff like that. You were saying about the um the hot whiskey and that man. That's like that grog that I had in Czech. It's fucking beautiful. Yeah,
0: it can go one way or the other. It can be really nice. And it can be horrible.
1: But um, yeah, let me know. Try the hot black currant. Just have it on a cold fucking day. Seriously, it's the most fucking amazing thing in the world.
0: Yeah, it's about getting it in, isn't it? I don't even own black currant. I think a minute.
1: How can you not have diluted juice? Oh, by the way, for the American, american listeners, because Because um I know over there you don't have it. Diluting juice is basically like a syrup that we put into a glass and you fill it with water and it makes it weaker. Um oh, well, they american have cordials. No, they don't do it. I I was listening to a um podcast with Lily Allen and she says when she visits the UK she has to buy bottles of it to take back over. She said she came in and her nanny had pulled a full glass of diluted juice for her kid. (laughs) (laughs) Nearly
0: killed someone. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Can
1: you imagine the fucking kid be bounced off the walls? (laughs) Yeah. Americans do a lot of like powdered stuff, don't they? Like, um, Kool-Aid and that. It's all like powdered.
0: I suppose like our sponsor that, that stuff.
1: Yeah. That's powdered. So, um, And all like the energy drinks and that. Yeah, we actually do like... it. It's basically a syrup is what it is. And you, you put it in juice and dilute it. Yeah. It's fucking tasty. And Ribena is one of the, the most expensive ones. I don't care what people say. Ribena is a fucking expensive juice.
0: Expensive, but it's probably one of the better ones.
1: It is, yeah. I actually... I think that's one of the one few ones that I actually prefer the sugar-free.
0: I don't know. I don't
1: know. I've not paid that
0: much attention to them.
1: I do everything i do everything jamie um and once again thanks for the wishes for jamie he wasn't putting it on even though i wish he was and uh um, i'll definitely try your home remedy next time i get a cold i I had one at the same time but obviously mine wasn't as impressive as jamie's just keep rubbing it in right (laughs) hey two top men i have an issue i've been going a bit mad on the packet and drinking recently and made a lot of stupid decisions one of which was bringing back my mate's ex-girlfriend and sleeping with her. My mate doesn't know and she wants she doesn't want him to know, but I feel guilty about it. What do you think? Do I, did I cross the line and should I let him know? On the side note of drinking and drugs, I'm seeking help for, and some of your conversations over that topic has really helped me along the way, so thank you.
0: Glad to be of service.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's a tough one, man. At least you know... When once you get to that point of like I need help and you go and search it out, man, that's the toughest one. Now you just got to keep out of it.
0: Yeah, definitely. And it's good to be strong enough to realise that you need the help.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Um,
0: there's a lot of people that don't. There's a lot of people that just go down the rabbit hole and never come back out. For me, with this one, <coughs> it's not going to be comfortable but I think your loyalty at the end of the day, even though you've already broken that loyalty is with your mate and you need to fess up and just be like, look mate, this has happened. I was on a mad one. I didn't mean for it to happen. Um, It won't happen again, et cetera, et cetera. And he will either call you a cunt and not speak to you again, or need a break from you for a little bit, or he will take it as what it was and just be like okay just don't go there again but I don't think I think you keeping that secret it will eventually probably come out eventually and it, you'll look like more of an arsehole keeping that secret than if you just come up and say it
1: yeah yeah, yeah 100% I think as well like all depends on you say ex-girlfriend but how like is it like fresh or is it, it could months be like you're or years, old, years yeah, yeah. was it Matt like You can't never date someone's ex I mean there's definitely a time frame of like sleep with you You can't be like yesterday you know what I mean Mm. but I mean if you got to him and you're like oh you know that girl that you dated four years ago and you're like who you know the one and and then you're like I slept with him and he's like (laughs) alright yeah
0: yeah it could be as easy as that and our listeners over worrying too much but if it's someone they left they split up with two days ago
1: yeah then yeah, you're a bit then of a... <laughs> you've got a lot of
0: fucking making up to do, my son.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's a bit sleazy. But um <laughs> But yeah, like they broke up obviously for a reason, so they're not unless they were like on the verge of getting back together, which they're definitely not now. But I agree with Jamie. I um I've had a couple falling out with with people over that, and purely because I don't like to share. But I always forgave my mate. I mean, it happened a couple of times. And at the time when I'm pissed, I'm more like angry and and whatever. And then the next morning, I mess you and I'm like, it don't matter, mate. Like you shouldn't have told me when I'm pissed. Like it's fine, don't worry about it.
0: Yeah, that's probably a good advice to take from that. Actually, is do not do it when you're both drunk. Yeah. Do it when everyone's on like an even keel. Yeah,
1: and don't then, do it. People in... react
0: very differently.
1: Yeah, don't do it in like just do it you two. Like you don't need to make a fucking scene or anything out of it. Mm. or, like, because it makes him, like, if you do it in front of, like, everyone, and just be like, oh, mate, I slept with so-and-so, just makes him look like a dick.
0: Yeah, and you might react differently just to put the front on.
1: Yeah. But, but... you don't know how, like, they broke up. Like, if, if she had cheated on him, and that's for the reason they broke up, then he obviously knows that she's going to be sleeping around. Yeah. <laughs> just go along with the cheating thing of this episode.
0: I, um... Yeah, I, I would just fess up, man. It's a, like, a lot of crazy shit happens. I've done a lot of stupid shit and got myself into trouble over certain things when I've been out drinking and got too far um, over the years. And I think people know that. Like, especially if he's been out on nights up with you, he knows that things can go a bit crazy. Then he will kind of understand to a certain degree that it wasn't you thinking in your in, like, your in like a good state, if you know what I mean. You were not thinking straight at the time. So that can play to your benefit. But I wouldn't say that it was
1: all down to that to him. Because I think...
0: Easy, they accept that as an answer.
1: I think as well, like the fact that she doesn't want to tell him makes me feel like she thinks that they're going to get back together or like she's closing the door by you yeah. telling him that... Like, to me, that's a bit suspicious. I always think as well, like... Like we said to a previous listener as well when a um, friend's boyfriend like kissed her and then thought that was an open door. Like if you go up to your friend and you're honest and you're not hiding anything about it, it shows you that you um, you think more about the friendship than anything else. Like I'd, well, I'd much rather trust someone that was able to come up to me and tell me something that was difficult than to fucking hide it for my own, you know, yeah, or they don't yeah, want to definitely. upset me. Well, I don't want you to be my mate if you're not gonna tell me what's best for me. Because what happens if you're out and they get into a fucking argument and she just uses it as fucking ammo,
0: and then you're standing there holding your bottle, just to be like looking at them.
1: <laughs> yeah, like she. What did like you're like? Did she actually say that? Like, dear in the fucking headlights. <laughs> yeah, you know I mean, so that like she's when everyone's like, "Oh, don't tell them," that always to me is a bit suspicious. Like, there's something why don't you I know it's going to be shit but everyone's got life to leave everyone moves on you know what I mean unless there's something else there
0: yeah I think it's not. It's never a comfortable conversation but you have to you have to have it because otherwise it's going to be a bigger situation in the future yeah
1: no matter
0: just what just got to get ahead of it no matter what
1: no so um, good luck um, we hope you continue on your uh whatever you're doing to sort out your your drinking and that. We always say, like, there's always moderation, right? Like, you know that you've got a problem, but it doesn't mean you've never got to have drink or drugs, well, (laughs) ever again. Yeah. Um, But the fact is, you got you know, you need to know your ways of maintaining it. Mm -hmm. And we're always here, man. Like, if you need to email in again and you need some encouragement to stay strong, we're always here for that. We got time for that. Right, last one, which is here. So this is from a, um, a listener that we talk to uh, frequently. And he says to Jamie, hope you're doing better. Just catching up on Friday's episode. Currently feeling like a live wire myself. How do you and Dan limit your rage? <laughs> That's a good fucking question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know I mean, I could have quite happily, st- like this whole week, just fucking been stabbing left, right and centre oh mate, like
0: limiting rage is probably one of my problems like I've got a lot of issues as regards to, like anxiety and stuff like that that is going well untreated uh, <laughs> yeah, but um, rage is one of the my one of my worst ones, especially when I'm going through situations like I did at the beginning of January, where I'd gone like cold turkey or like fizzy drinks and. Bad food and stuff like that. I I, the rage in me is like simmering at the top all the time, and I'm always ready to blow. Um, For me, the only way I handle things is just by internalizing, and it doesn't. That's not the way to handle things. That is definitely not the way to handle things, because you end up doing what I did this week. And screaming at a seventy-five-year-old woman for overtaking you on a roundabout because you have no fit in the car,
1: <laughs> mate. My road rage is fucking terrible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I um, Jim that comes on the podcast. He had a lot of anger issues, mm. and he said to me, "He was like, oh, you know, you got to count to ten or whatever." And um, that doesn't really work for someone with ADHD because I always get to five, forget what number I'm at and have to start again, which makes me more angry than I was before.
0: Yeah. And I'm well, you just angry at myself then. Things while you
1: <laughs> yeah. and then you've got to try and get back to the numbers again. I've never once made it to 10. Not <laughs> once. Um, I personally, Jim always laughed at me, but um, i got the Steam Deck and stuff like that. The way I calm myself down <coughs> is by like really mundane tasks so i have games on there that are like survival games like stranded deep in the forest and stuff like that where i could just stand in like a forest and just chop down like trees over and over again yeah and i just just my brain just switches off i'm just cutting down trees there was a game um satisfactory where you gotta like set up conveyor belts and and like make sure stuff goes into machines and stuff like that that to me like I, I work like 10 hours in a factory and then i'll come home and sit on a computer and play Satisfactory for another fucking three hours needs <laughs> to take the piss out of me but as in like doing a mundane task switches my brain off from everything else i'm just focused on that one task and that's what once i've come back to reality i'm all right yeah yeah i mean it's hard to switch yeah. your brain off man like, right, really it is,
0: difficult. and it's it's hard to do it in a because a lot of people. That's why a lot of people go down like the drinks and drugs and and down them avenues because they're trying to like numb themselves and that that's how they deal with stress. Mm-hmm. Which is is it's hard to deal with stress in a constructive and healthy way. I think I think you're a very well put together human being if you do it in a in a good way.
1: Yeah. All that that shit about kill them with kindness and stuff, I can't do that. I can't smile at someone if I'm pissed off. I just give them a day look. Just doesn't happen. <laughs>
0: As I've got older, I've learned not to hit people. <laughs> That's better. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> which I think before the age of 23 maybe. That was maybe maybe around when I started getting serious with Charlotte. I if if someone was put t- to turn me the wrong way, I would just hit him mm-hmm. and that got me into a lot of trouble. As you know, Dan throughout the years, I've got myself into a lot of shit and that is because I was so reactive. But yeah. now instead of hitting them, they don't, unless I'm at work in a comfortable situation, I don't really react to them. It ends up being a more of a, like a internal, like lose my shit. And then everyone I've become a cunt to everyone and no one's talking to me anymore. Mm. I like blow up massively. If I'm I having a person my... that gets the, the, a lot of my, if I'm in the going, if I'm having a bad time and, um, the person that can push my buttons and send me over the edge and gets a lot of the anger from me would probably be my brother would get a lot of it off of me, but then he does the same towards me and we do that for each other, but then we also support <laughs> yeah, <does>. each other. <laughs> Yeah, we do. We also support each other massively as well. So it's kind of like the people closest to you get it taken out on them, which is not healthy either.
1: Mm, yeah, for sure. I um, The best thing I ever did was uh, invest in some like really good noise-canceling headphones. Mm, like it. you don't realize how much fucking background noise there is. And you put them on without even music or anything like that. And like the relief is just fucking bonkers yeah you know what i mean um but i mean everyone finds their own ways and that's why when people email in and they say they oh my girlfriend doesn't want me gaming or stuff like this and it's like everyone has their own way to relax and get through and they only need like you know half an hour to fucking relax and get through it yeah
0: yeah and things like gaming and stuff is not gonna harm the person's health.
1: No. Doing it. Generally. Not unless you get fucking crazy obsessed or yeah. or um, if you end up leaving your partner and then travelling to meet someone from a computer game and then sleeping with them and coming back again. <laughs> <laughs> I was say, I'm not
0: confident in that one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Cause that would just make you a cunt, wouldn't it, Jamie?
0: Yeah, that would make you a cunt. That would make you a cunt. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah, it's a shame you didn't the bus didn't crash on your way back. But, um, should have done, yeah. Should have fucking well done. Exploding a ball of flames, um. But yeah, everyone's got their own thing. Like I think the podcast for me, and I know for Jamie as well, helps a lot. Um, like a I little massive, therapy thing. Me up yeah.
0: Last week, after even though I sounded like shit, after that I was in a much better position mentally.
1: Yeah, and I think the listeners get the same amount from us as well. I think it, it helps that me and Jamie try and be honest about. Everything. There's not much that the listeners don't don't know. I don't think mm. we really hide anything apart from people's names. But um so you just need that. I think even sometimes <coughs> just a, a good mate to like vent to mm. helps. Just that relief. It's always a good thing, man.
0: I do think that is the best thing to do is having that person to talk to, even if it ends up that you have to write into us and it doesn't make the show, but would you've then had an outlet to speak, someone to speak to, mm-hmm. then we're there for, for it. Do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. yeah. No one utilize, utilizes the uh, socials enough. I don't think like we say people, hmm. I don't think they actually believe that we're there. Like we don't have the money for for people to be doing it for us. Like you message it is us that you get oh, unless yeah. you're a fucking trying to sift through all the shit about um producers and and like dog clothing yeah dog clothing jewelry sunglasses fucking shite oh why don't you buy two of our pairs of sunglasses and you can promote it or what am i getting out of this
0: that drives me mad man but (laughs) do you remember that conversation (laughs) i had with about with that jewelry company and they're like, "Oh, you can spend eighty quid on one of our things and then try and sell it for us." I was like, "No, you send me it." Yeah. <laughs> then I sell it. Like, you don't. I don't pay you to fucking promote your shit. Like, what, <laughs> where, what does that do for me? Nothing.
1: Always well, makes me laugh. I just love the the ones where you get like women's clothing and that. I'm like, you do know it's called Two Men No Hope," right? That's not oh, not being rude. funny about it.
0: They're just like, <laughs> "Do you have an? Do you have an Apple Podcast?" We got podcasts in the name.
1: Yeah. We're we're everywhere. There isn't one mm. there isn't a place in there we ain't. Exactly. That's what's happening right now.
0: <laughs> <coughs>
1: <laughs> but um but thanks for your email, man. Like it's always good to hear from you. And um that's another one, Jamie. Ever closer. Ever closer to that hundred and fourth episode. Is it hundred and four? Is it two years? Yeah. Yeah,
0: It's crazy that we're nearly on episode 100 as well, man. To think we're going into triple figures.
1: Yeah, I, I honestly didn't think we'd get that far. Oh, <laughs> I didn't think we reached 20. Oh, wait. Fuck you, man. I'm doing the outro this time. You stole my intro.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right,
1: yeah. Fucking hell. <laughs> so, as you can tell, Jamie is better. He, he threw in a few coughs there just to make you feel... Don't forget it. But he oh, is mate. fine. I was
0: holding in a lot of coughs. <laughs> I was holding in a lot of coughs.
1: <laughs> but like we said uh, remember that the Patreon is coming and we want you all to be there so um, please put in your whatever you want to see we'll take you know reasonable requests and see what we can do um, if you have any uh, emails send them into com. same with any movie requests we are backlogged with our movies well not backlogged we're ahead massively so your movies will get seen, but we love to hear from what films you want us to watch. Same with conspiracy theories. Jamie's struggling a little bit. I can imagine it's incredibly difficult to get one every single week, but he's doing it and it would be helpful if you had some of those too, but you'll find our social media of the same name. You can uh, tag us in things, anything you would like. We will have a look at it. And uh, it's nice to be finishing a show, Jamie and not starting it. (laughs) 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 But I'll catch you on Monday, man. See you in the next one. See you later, dude. This episode of Two Men No Hope is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hey, Jamie, why so glum?
0: Oh, bruv. I just wish we could help the listeners even more.
1: Well, I can turn that frown upside down, mate.
0: How are you going to do that?
1: Let me tell you about a company called BetterHelp, the world's largest therapy service, and it's 100% online.
0: 100% online? So can our listeners get help anywhere?
1: That's right. They can talk to a therapist however they feel comfortable. wherever it's via text, chat, phone or video call, they can message their therapist at any time and schedule live sessions when it's convenient to them.
0: So will they get the right therapist for them?
1: BetterHelp has a network of over 30,000 licensed and experienced therapists who can help them with a wide range of issues. Plus, if their therapist isn't the best fit for any reason... They can switch to a new therapist at no additional charge.
0: Wow, that's really good. Well, what can we offer the listeners to get them started?
1: Well, we have teamed up with them to offer them 10% off their first month. All they have to do is go to betterhelp.com forward slash two men no hope. That's betterhelp.com forward slash two men no hope.
0: So, all they have to do to get all of that and 10% off for the first month is go to betterhelp.com forward slash two men no hope.
1: Exactly, my friend. Now, doesn't that make you feel better?
0: Yes, bro. That's so much more off my mind.